everyone. I'm Crystal Finley, and you are listening to the She Made It Happen podcast, where we talk career and personal development journeys and discovering your own fulfilling path and story. Sit back and be inspired to take action, step into your power, and nurture your success mindset. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the She Made It Happen podcast. One area that is so important when you are starting to get really focused on your goals is putting a good plan in place. A great plan helps you map out the steps that you need to make your goals become a reality. It also helps you get back on track if you get distracted or behind plan. I cannot say enough good things about planning, and it's something that I spend so much time on in different areas of my life. This week, I am so excited to welcome my friend and amazing accountability partner, Brittany Joy, to share with us about building out a successful planning process to help you achieve your goals. Brittany is an educator, a fitness coach, a creative planner, and artist. She is on a mission to help people find balance and build vibrant lives by putting first things first and prioritizing their joy. She is a self-proclaimed joy connoisseur and believes every day is made better with dark chocolate, great music, and the occasional dance. Armed with her happy planner, sticky notes, and flare pens, she is here to share how she is building the life of her dreams. So to get us started, Brittany, will you tell us more about you and your company? How did you get started doing this work? Hi, yes, thank you for having me today. Um, My name again is Brittany Joy. I have spent the last 15 or so years in education, and I found that most of my students, what they really needed was a plan. They needed to be able to have an idea of how to reach their goals. And I said, you know, I wonder how many other people could really benefit from just having a decent goal-focused plan. And I started my business, Just Be Joy, doing that, trying to figure out how to help people, you know, plan around their goals, meet their goals, build lives that they can enjoy and that they love based on having an achievable mindset and having a vision-focused mindset. That is such a good point. I feel like have that mindset piece, that is going to drive so much action. And sometimes it can be the thing that holds us back too. So just getting right with your mindset is always an amazing first step. So as I mentioned earlier, having a good system in place is key. How do you go about setting up your goal-setting plans? My plans always start with my big vision in mind. And so I have what's called crazy faith goals. Um, I'm a woman of faith. And in my faith, you know, I always think, what's the weirdest, most wildest thing that I can accomplish? I start with that. What would really bring me the most joy? And then I try my best to break that down into, okay, now here's the big, hairy, scary goal. What can I do today to reach that big, hairy, scary goal? And what can I do to put that in place? And so my planning process starts with the big, crazy, hairy, scary goal. And then I break it into categories. And so when I look at the categories, I look at what area of my life is this going to impact the greatest? And then what can I prioritize first? Starting with my priorities, I make a pact with myself. And the word pact actually replaces SMART in my goal planning. Um, SMART goals are always great to have and it's a great place to start, but I also feel that SMART goals kind of limit you sometimes. And so with PAC, 
you're planning goals that are purposeful. So it's not just about what is it going to do for you, but how is it going to help others? It's actionable. So you know that there are action steps that can help you reach those goals. It's continual. So as you meet one step of the goal, you know there's a next piece to come next. And then there's another piece to come after that. So you're not just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I met a goal, but it's giving you something to work towards often. And then it's trackable. So you can always look back and say, oh, I did meet a good chunk of those goals. Look at me, go me. And then you can feel a little bit more joy about your day. I love that perspective. I know you and I have uh, mentioned during our one-on-ones that we have uh, just about how working on SMART goals isn't always a plan for every, I should say the perfect plan for every person, because sometimes it's just not really a good fit. So I'm just kind of curious, like how did you um, come to that realization and how did you decide to step away from the strong focus that I feel like we hear everywhere around building SMART goals? I really, I stopped to think about what SMART goals really mean. And a lot of it is, you know, specific, measurable. You can um, do it within a reasonable amount of time. And I feel like with those reasonable goals, we're limiting ourselves. We're putting ourselves into, as long as I can check off the box, then I did something versus your dreams don't really fit in boxes oftentimes, especially if you're dreaming big dreams. And so that's kind of been my focus with helping people find you know, joy and achieving balances. Smart goals are very much great when you're thinking about business and when you're thinking about work and when you're thinking about those things. But my goal is to help people stop putting their profession before their person. And so with the pack, you're thinking about what is my purpose and what can I do to leave a greater impact versus what can I do that's measurable? We can measure your goals always. You can measure that, but are you measuring your impact? And that's when you find that you're living a more vibrant life and and a life that's more geared towards fulfillment. And so I think with planning, especially as you're looking at your goals, be it SMART goals, oftentimes SMART goals really work for us in our workspace. But my goal as a purpose partner and as a joy connoisseur even is to help people find the balance and to find the fulfillment with their personal lives. And so with PAC, With those type of goals, when you're thinking about what's purposeful, what's actionable, and your impact, that's where you find greater fulfillment. And so I try to write my goals so that it's not just business focus or it's not just work focus because we are so much more than what we do. We are beings. And my goals are around living and being our best selves. Yes, I love that so much. I feel like in this realm of goal setting, planning, and professional development, we always hear so much about SMART goals. And it is a lot of emphasis. Uh, I feel like you're right. It's a lot of emphasis on putting uh, putting those goals in dreams into boxes, which isn't always, it isn't a good fit all of the time. So I appreciate you mentioning that and um, sharing that with our listeners today. So uh, one area that I feel like is sometimes a challenge when it comes to planning is breaking down the big goal into smaller action steps. What tips can you share to help our listeners with this piece? When I look at my big goals, so for example, one of my big goals this quarter is around my health and fitness. And so I have this really big affirmation for my goal. It is, I am strong. 
and my health is my wealth. I am healed and I am whole. Well, what does that look like? That's the big, hairy, scary goal. Yes, that's the affirmation. That's who you are. But so then I think about what it means to be healthy. And I think about spiritual health, physical health, mental health. And so on my, my dashboard, if anywhere, if anyone were to see it, I really wish I could show you guys. It's cover coded. But I have three major spaces, and then I have action steps within those major spaces. And so with physical health, you'll think, okay, I need to work out. I need to eat right. Yay, yay. Woohoo. Or you think I can do this one small step every single day for the next 20 days. And so I set actionable steps in that manner. And then I chunk out a time frame in which I'm going to work to this so that then it will almost funnel into the next step. My other things when it comes to work goals or business goals, similarly, I chunk out a time in my planner. My planner is my best friend. I use block planning and I take, a, likewise, I take a little bit of time and I devote 30 minutes. You're going to get as many of these things done that you can in 30 minutes, and then you're going to move to the next category. That way you don't get fatigued looking at your to-do list, but you have one small thing that you can focus on each time. And that's essentially what drives my point. You are speaking my language here, color coding and block timing. Those are areas that you know I love. And I think we talk about that quite a bit (laughs) during our accountability meetings too. (laughs) So thank you so much. These are great tips. And I'm so excited that you had a chance to finally share this with our listeners today. So now that um, we're kind of through the the planning piece, I do have some guest interview questions that I would love to ask just so our listeners can learn a little bit more about you and also get some great inspiration. So the first question is, what is a book that you have found helpful that you would recommend to our listeners? Oh my goodness. Reading is my favorite pastime and I have a stack of books Picking one, it's going to be next to impossible. But I will say the one that I'm reading right now has helped tremendously with mindset, especially as we look at the possibility of what you want to do and we look at the impact that you want to leave. And it's called Think Again, The Power of Possibility Thinking. It's written by Roger Crawford. It is an amazing book to remind yourself of all of the things that you are capable of if you think about what you're capable of. And one of the quotes from this book, it stood out this morning even. I was like, this is perfection. It says, don't ask, am I gifted? Instead, continually ask, how am I gifted? And if you change the mindset and your limits, it's all about challenging your limits and changing the mindset of what you can and cannot do you'll realize how many opportunities there are within everything that we look at as obstacles. And so I really love this book. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, I say grab it, grab a copy, read the entire book, and then read it again. And it'll change the way that you think about what you can do every day. That sounds like such a good recommendation. And I totally second reading some of those books a second time because I feel like you get so much new perspective sometimes when it's just uh, an amazing transformational read. Um, So awesome. Thank you for sharing that. 
The next question that I have is what methods help you get motivated again when you're feeling a little stuck? When I feel stuck, I break out the paints. I'm a creative person. As I said, I'm an artist. So if I feel stuck, I'll break out my paints. I'll just put everything aside, close everything, remove the goal board, shut everything down and just get into my creative zone. In my creative zone, it helps me to visualize again, like what would bring me the most joy? What is it that I am hoping to do? And then from that moment, I take the visualization and I pray, I plan, and then I break out my post-it notes because by that time I'm able to reset and realign with um, what I do want to do. And it helps me get back to myself. Grounding is another practice that when you get stuck, remove yourself from the environment where you're stuck and get into a different environment, get outside. That's one of my happy places. I go out by the water and I sit and I, again, just reset my mind because often what happens is you're trying to control everything. And sometimes you have to release control to be able to move forward. So true. That's such um, amazing and powerful advice. So around here, we love quotes and affirmations. What is your favorite quote or affirmation? Oh my goodness, Crystal, you are challenging me with really tough questions today. I have, again, when you read so much, so many things pop out to you. Um, But I start every day with this one saying, it's a great day to have a great day. And if you tell yourself that no matter what's going on, no matter if you ran out of coffee, or if Target is closed, or if, you know, you wanted chocolate and all you have left in the refrigerator is strawberry ice cream, it's a great day still to have a great day. The second thing that I live by is the affirmation that when we speak what we seek, we will see what we said. And if you speak that it's going to be a great day, you seek having a great day, you seek being successful, you will see that eventually, so long as you stay focused on those goals. Yes, I love both of those. Just wise, wise words. Thank you so much. So before we wrap up today, will you please tell our listeners where they can follow up with you after this episode? Yes, come party with me. Um, Let's build vibrant lives together. You can find me on all platforms at Miss B. Joy. So that's M-I-S-S-B-E-J-O-Y, Miss B. Joy. And again, I'm on a mission. So if you are looking for ways to help, you know, build those vibrant lives to find more joy and to achieve balance, you can find me on all platforms there. And thank you again so much for this opportunity to share. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. I know we've been trying to set this up for a little while now. So I am just so amazed with all of your wise words of wisdom today that you were able to share with our listeners. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We should do this. We, we should do this more often. It's always a pleasure speaking with you and sharing about our goals. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review when you are finished. I would appreciate it so much, and it'll help others discover this podcast. That's it for this episode. Remember to keep imagining the possibilities and that actions create results. Bye.